Hey, what's up, everybody, and happy Wednesday. This is the Getting Fed Podcast. Yeah. With your host, yours truly, Austin Shaw, coming at you hot and popping. And we also mm. have our, 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 our second host, a co-host, equal host, equality. No, I'm second. No, no, no. There's, no. there's no hierarchy of the podcast. All right. It is it is equal, not equitable, but equal. And there is a difference, mm. people. Whoa. That is oh, oh my gosh. Oh, we're treading already. We're treading in, in dangerous waters. No, Brian Shaw. Brian, say hey. Hey, what's up? All right. Brian, what has it's been a little while since we've done this. Uh it's been over a week since we did it. And I did well, this is episode three of, of the Getting Fed podcast. And yeah, it feels like a yes, lot longer. It does. It feels like forever. And if a whole lot has happened since it really does. Week. A lot has happened. And oh, yeah. yesterday I did episode what I deemed 2.5. And I had a lot of fun with that. If you have not checked out that episode already for anyone who may, in fact, be listening. I listened. Well, that's good. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect that one to go as long as what I did, but I tell you, I get in front of the microphone and I just, I just start going and I can't help myself. You get in your comfort zone and then you just start just hammering away. I start, Brian, I start shoveling the, the, the food, the ear food. Oh. <laughs> I almost said shoveling the poop. I thought you were saying <laughs> shoveling dirt and I was like, shoveling the crap, even? man. No, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, a whole lot has happened. Brian, what's happened? What's been happening with yourself? And then, you know, we've talked Uh even before this uh, episode here, things that you wanted to ask me with most uh, recently with my life, my wife and I's life and things, uh, because we just did a move. So you'll ask me questions, but let's start with you. What's what's been going on this week uh, at Casa? Yeah, no. Brian and Leah Shaw. Sure. No, we've been busy. We've been having a good week. Um, let's see. Just came back from a prayer meeting tonight. So that was awesome. Uh, you know, when you go to like a prayer meeting kind of refocuses like your whole week, or maybe if you felt like you were just not spending enough time with God, it gets you in line with spending time with God and his word. And so, uh, just came back from that. So I guess in a sense, I could say I got fed and uh, getting fed, yeah. but how uh, this, yeah, this week, what, what is today? Wednesday. So uh, yesterday I did some yard work. I mean, that was cool. I uh, had some free time to be able to do that. Uh, so got that stuff done. And uh, last week I had an opportunity to help a church, um, a new church plant with some music. So it's not my home church, but, um, they reached out and said, Hey, we just need a little bit of help. And so, um, my home church was fine with that. And, uh, they were just like, Oh yeah, go ahead and help them. And so I did that last week on Sunday and then they need some help this week as well. So I said, yeah, sure. I'll help you this week, lead worship. And then they've got some other worship pastors that are filling in for the next couple months. So that was something that, you know, different in the mix than what I've been doing all the time. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow, I think we're going to have a family day and go to the zoo. All right. So, sounds great. Zoo's fun. Yeah. yeah. So my, week, my week's just going quick. 
and uh, yes, looking forward to it. Helped some people move today. Um, oh. Some people in our church, they were moving and I didn't really know them, but just they needed some extra help. And so I went and helped help move a little bit, but we had yes. like a whole bunch of guys there. And some of these guys were big guys. They could move a lot more than I could. So, uh, but you know, Not a just shocker. trying to be the hands and feet of Jesus, help people shut up. And <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to be like, you jerk face. You, yeah. Yes. But uh, yeah, help them move. What else? That's yeah. about it. I can't think well, of cool. too many other things that's going on. So busy week so far, you, but you mentioned, good. you mentioned your home church, your current home church, which yeah. is what Brian, because we've got a lot of friends. We got a lot of family yeah. that I would, I would hope we have what? friends and family who are listening to this podcast that, uh, you know, are a part of our lives and stuff. And maybe you're going to hear this and well, that's the hope. I think the potential. Oh, I think there. so. Yeah, so, no, no, where, we live, we live in home? Woodstock, Georgia. And yeah. home is Momentum Church. Momentum. Uh, my uncle's the pastor there. And uh, Ross we, Wiseman. Yeah. Pastor yeah, he, Uncle he Ross Wiseman. That's right. Yes. Does an awesome job. And uh, he actually was leading the prayer meeting tonight. So that went really well. But um, yeah, and I've been able to be involved with the worship there since we've been here. And uh, great worship team, great people. So we're loving, loving Jesus, loving his people. And that's, what's been going on. So that's important. Sometimes people are not easy to love, but most of the time, well, all of the time we should love them. And I do. If you are listening to this podcast, know that Austin Shaw, possibly a person you've never met before loves you. (laughs) That's a good thing. I'm just trying to make this as awkward and weird as possible. Now, if I if I sound if I sound a lot of uh, congested, it's because I am, because this is the season of allergies, and yeah, I think yard work yesterday got the best of me. I'm I'm taking COVID allergy. It is not COVID. Oh, I doubt Mm it. No, it's, it's like, not COVID. It's like the movie that happened. It's allergies, which is terrible. You know the one from uh, it's got Mark Wahlberg in it and M Night Sham, uh, Shyamalan. Is it Shyamalan or is it Shyamalan? Um, I think it's Shyamalan. I've heard a lot of people. Maybe I. I know what you're saying. Shyamalan. And, that movie, The Happening, where the trees are giving off the thing and everybody's killing themselves because the trees. I, and I feel like that's what COVID is right now. Or yeah. at least that's how we're acting because <laughs> we're, we're walking around. We see a gust of wind and we freak out because <laughs> and, and we hear Fauci's like, oh, voice no. and he's talking like this, you know, Anthony Fauci. That's how COVID sounds. It's just Dr. Fauci. Hey, what? put a mask on. Take a mask yeah. off, put a mask on, take a hey, mask man, off. I, Who knows know, anymore? I don't know what the crap to believe. I will say this. Here in Georgia, which yeah. is beautiful, absolutely beautiful, Yeah, you can go to stores whatever now, and they've lifted the, the mandate for masks. And so yeah. I was like in Kohl's or somewhere this week. Nobody, well, I won't say nobody. There was a couple of people that yeah. had them on, and I'm not judging or anything. Maybe they sure. need to have them on. Maybe they've got health issues, you know, whatever. <clears throat> but workers included didn't have a mask on yeah it's just the freedom it felt like i actually got to see people's faces and it was freedom it was great so freedom in this place yes, taking the mask off my face sorry i felt 
<laughs> Seriously. Oh, Look, man. I mean, here's the deal, okay? I wasn't planning on talking about COVID-based stuff tonight. Well, a lot of people talk about it. It's such a, it's so stupid because at the start of it, we were told to yeah. flatten the curve. We mm-hmm. were told by both political factions, okay, mm-hmm. by both mm-hmm. Republican side, Democrat side, conservative side, liberal side, that we're, we're all going to work together to flatten the curve, and this is not political. This is not a political thing, okay? Yet we see that they've made it a freaking political thing because well, yeah. all, there's so much conflicting <clears throat> evidence, okay, it's become so convoluted. There's so much confliction where you have people yeah, who I think at the start of it maybe had good um, good motives or whatever. But I do think we have enough evil people out there where it's just like, boy, we've given them an inch and they sure have taken it a mile. And it's caused a lot of fear with people. I was watching this flipping um, – I was watching that little kid okay, that's standing – I don't know where it was. Uh, what school it was, but this little boy who is like literally upset and he's talking to the school board and he's like, uh, you know, my teacher yells at me whenever I take my mask down. It could be just to take a break. I'm I'm not going to directly quote the little boy, but he basically said, but then my teacher, she can take her mask down to take a sip of water, but I get yelled at whenever I do that. And so and he goes on to say, so I asked my mom, what? What is there a word for that? He's like, yes, there is. It's called hypocrisy. And it's like, oh man, so so drop the mic. And it's true. And it's like, this is is. ridiculous. So I'm not saying well, I'm not saying whether or not people should wear a mask. Okay. Um, Andrea and I, okay, from where we were, okay, Coweta. Okay. Coweta is very lenient. Okay. Oklahoma is very lenient. Uh, I haven't checked well, be- up on it since we moved. Before we lived in Georgia, I lived in New York. Yeah. So they can yeah, tell you how go. lenient that is. Right. <laughs> right. And so I understand that. And I think people, I, I just said this to Andrea, like on our walk, I think people are, are closer to being, uh, to finding commonality than what we would even realize. I think the yeah. division that we truly see in our culture today is primarily fueled by politicians and because there's political agendas behind it and stuff. But really, if you just talk to people, you'll probably have a lot more in common with them than what you even realize if you put all that stuff aside. But, you know, we're True. we're in Indianapolis right now. We're going to talk about my move here in just a little bit. You're going to ask me some questions and such. But we're, we're not in Kuwait anymore. So, like, you've got businesses. You know, you have to wear a mask to come in. We're fine with that because we're going to be respectful and stuff. I happen to... De- Full disclosure, I don't believe it works. I think it's a total load of crap. All right. And I'm not I'm not ashamed well, to say it like that. But I'm also I, not going to be a jerk I think, about it. I think that you got to look at the numbers because the numbers don't lie. And like no. you just said, you don't think That's they right. work. That's right, well, the ben numbers... Shapiro with a less annoying voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Is kidding. that what he says? I don't know that that's the facts. The facts don't care about fact, your opinion. Yeah, he talks about really lie. You know, it's like he's constantly <laughs> pretty good. His nose is like this all the time. It's okay. Well, I don't well have you know, with Ben Shapiro. I, I think he's I fine. Him. I don't I'm listen sure to him all the guy. time, but you know, whatever. Yeah. What was I saying? Oh, the facts, you know, the numbers. If you look at it, did it do anything? No. I remember when this first started, like <laughs> we were putting like 
saran wrap and plastic like on metal handles of doors yeah. so that well see i wrap saran wrap around my entire spread. face but <laughs> your entire your entire <laughs> body yeah. <laughs> so yeah. because people didn't really know what was going on so it was like yeah. don't touch anything for 48 hours people were yeah. taking packages don't open it i'm like listen i didn't pay for two day shipping to wait another two days to yeah. open my package okay that's right and uh if if china is sending me a package of covid so be it. Whoa. Let's open this baby. Whoa. Let's let's do what it. What are you? Oh my gosh. Brian. I'm just saying the package you... came. Oh man. Oh no, I guess I did say it came. Dude. Well, wow. we know you where it really... came from. <laughs> you really stepped in it. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I didn't fo- listeners listen, listen very closely. I had no <laughs> Why idea. <are> you <laughs> It's 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 to get people's attention. But listen, this is the thing that they don't want you to hear. I didn't know that this this guy was gonna say what he just did. That this virus was from China. Are you insane? Well, it's got to come from somewhere. It it does have to come from somewhere. And everything that I have says it's made. Yeah, in China. That's true, man. Uh huh. That's true, and that has nothing to do with. No, actually, not everything I have. Well, I have a lot of stuff that's made in China racism or something it has to do with the fact that we can trace this sucker's origins back just a location to i mean it's just yeah. a location it's so, a location anyways all right i Whatever. didn't know we were gonna get off on that little tidbit well that was fun Let's I keep going. It. and i hope that's what this podcast is all about just providing what you what crave, is it about providing what you crave in, in audio the world of audible entertainment or realm of inter- i don't care what the crap it is man it's <laughs> it just is whatever we make all it. right cool so, okay so brian ask yeah. me about my recent move well take it away i listened to it. the past uh podcast the 2.5 uh-huh. <clears throat> excuse me and yeah. you made it very clear on some of the things that you had some difficulties in moving do you feel yeah. free to share a couple of those difficulties Yes. With us. Yes. So what made it so difficult? Well, first of all, it sucked. No, I'm just kidding. Well, (laughs) I mean, there's elements of it that sucked. No, it's okay. We can say that. We can say sucked. It's okay, people. It's all right. Yes. So, well, what basically what ended up happening is that so we moved on Tuesday, the 18th uh, from Coweta. Mm-hmm. We had packed everything up on Monday the 17th. Hold on a second. I got to catch my breath. Catch Ooh, it. Hallelujah. Catch it. Your glory adios. Hallelujah. There you go. I just had to wet my whistle a little bit. There yeah, so we, we packed up on Monday the 17th. We had a pair of, of just great friends. Shout out to, to Brian Canella. He probably will never listen to this podcast, but I don't care. And he might. Car- he might. And he Carl might. McGuire. They were both on my mm-hmm. team. Uh, they helped us pack up our stuff and I'm very grateful for that. So thank you, uh, gentlemen. So we packed up on the 17th, we left on the 18th and we were expecting to sign on the 19th. Okay. So that was Wednesday, the 19th. So, uh, today's, that's a week from today. Oh, we, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude, time just goes by so fast. So anyway, so we leave Tuesday, we had scheduled, uh, we, we had we had planned to stop halfway to St. Clair, Missouri. There's a, a really nice little hotel that we we've stayed at previously. And uh, so we had planned to stay there because, you know, we've got baby and we've got a dog and stuff. We thought, eh, we don't have to we don't have to try to kill ourselves to drive the entire way, you know, in one trip. Sure. So we did that. 
while we're stopped, uh, while we stopped in St. Clair, um, we get a call from our real estate agent. Um, or we, we, yeah, we got a call from our real estate agent uh, saying that the deal that was happening in Coweta for the sale of our house in Oklahoma, uh-huh. they did not sign papers yet. And that what? they needed to do that because, and because of their loan, that it was going to take like multiple days of processing. <sighs> Even though our real estate agent in Coweta, okay, on our end, told us, we asked, I, I'm telling you, I don't know how we could have made the question any more clear. We asked the question, this person will remain anonymous. I will not name sure. them. As much as I may like to, because I feel like we got screwed in some sense, I will not <laughs> drop. Okay. I will take the high road, but I will tell you the story in great detail. We asked this agent because he said everything's going through, it's going to be smooth. And we said, okay, the plan is we want to be able to leave on the 18th. We've already done mm-hmm. all, all the pre signing on our end because we plan on signing on our house in Indy on the 19th. Will we be able to do that? Will they have their paperwork signed? Will we be able to move the monies, you know, through the proper channels? Yada, yada, yeah. yada. And I'm telling you, I mean, I was on the phone with them. Okay. It was a speaker phone. Oh, I didn't say it, male or female. Could have been. I might have screwed that up. Who cares? Um, <laughs> but long story short, he's like, yes, absolutely. All of that. Yes, you're good. And that's why we did it. Come to find out wow. that really jacked our plans because that wasn't the case they hadn't signed the papers and so now we have to wait at least two days okay two days of essentially potential processing to see that the financing could go through yeah but because um we ended up leaving wednesday okay from saint Clair, we got a hotel uh on the south side of Indianapolis, which our house is on the east side, which is where we are now. We got a hotel, and all we could do because of this, what we believe to be very poor communication, because had it not been, like, had we known that it was going to be a couple of extra days, we would have just stayed in Kawita for a couple of extra days. Like, Yeah, no have, kidding. And it would have saved me like a few hundred bucks, okay? like, Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyways, so basically for two extra days – we were just left hanging, not knowing what was going to happen. And there was the possibility that we we weren't going to be able to have the paperwork signed in time on Friday. There, the, there's an hour difference. Um, they're an hour behind us. So 4 o'clock our time, it's 3 o'clock their time. Gotcha. So there was the possibility Friday had come around, and we hadn't heard anything. And the offices are closed on the weekend. So then that means we would have had to wait until Monday. Oh, man. And we were like, oh, crap. Like, what do we do? Meanwhile, I've got a U-Haul full of our stuff, my van on the back of a, you know, on the back of the trailer. Um, I had already asked. I had to call U-Haul and ask if I could get an extension because I was supposed to have returned the U-Haul by Thursday morning, okay, because we were planning on moving into the house on Wednesday. So – we, um, so I call U-Haul. Thank the Lord they extended it to Saturday. Okay, I didn't gotcha. know that was going to happen. They gave me two extra days, and in my opinion, that was an answer to prayer that I had not even 
grade yet. I, I wow. mean, that was walking in favor because the Lord knew what I needed even before I needed it because yeah. there was no guarantee that we were even going to sign off on Friday. Luckily, we're, me and Andrea, we are walking our neighborhood, okay? And we're just talking, we're praying a little bit, but we're really just kind of talking and we're just asking the Lord, Lord, we know you can do this, but whatever, like, you know, we're just going to, we're just going to remain faithful. Sure enough, our agent calls us and it's about, it's like, it's like two 30. Uh-huh. Okay? It's like two 30. And she's like, they're going to sign the papers at three o'clock their time. Okay. Three o'clock their time. Can you get to the office where you need to sign your paper at four o'clock our time? And we're like, yeah, we can do you that. Better we better get there. We yeah. had a freaking, you know, book, but that that did give us enough time. Um, <clears throat> luckily, Andrea's friend from uh, from her her time, uh, you know, uh, from however many years ago, she lives in Indy. She watched the dog, and she watched gotcha. Charlotte for just a little while. We hustled our butts to where we needed to be to sign off on the papers. And long story short, everything went through. It was it was stressful. I was horribly sleep deprived. All of us were. Baby was cranky. We were sick of eating Ugh. fast food and and just you know using the restroom and in, in uh, gas stations and stuff. It was terrible. But we finally did it, and then we moved into the house on Friday. Uh, and I started. It was about five five thirty in the afternoon when I actually like opened up the U-Haul unlocked the house and just started going yeah and dude i tell you what i was so flipping tired it was just terrible well but let me tell you that's moving is not not always easy actually yeah. i've never had it easy and uh, a lot of times there's a lot of stress involved with yeah. moving so you guys handle it like champs but uh you know it can be one of those things where you're waiting for someone else yeah. and then it's you know it's, it's this waiting game and it's oh, hard. It's it, it reminds me, I mean, the whole thing of waiting on the Lord for something, of course, that's a different type of waiting because, you know, mm-hmm. his word is true and, and his promises are going to come through for us. But it's still, you know, there's that song by Toby Mac, you know, he's never early, never late. Right. Uh, help is on the way. It might be midnight, midday. midday. Who knows? That song. But he's is, always on time. That song is foyer. Yeah. 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 Well, Toby still got it. Toby's I mean, he's, got it. Goodness. Doing it forever. Oh yeah. But my point is, um, just the way that we're wired. I don't know anybody that likes to wait for something. Heck you know? no. Actually last night I was doing a little devotion with Preston. If you don't know who Preston is, that's my four, four year old little boy. And his whole devotion was on waiting. And they oh. gave some examples on, things that you can wait on that are good. Yeah. Of course, like waiting to go to the zoo, which we're doing tomorrow, waiting to, uh, you know, get a piece of candy because you are good or, or maybe waiting for that new job to start. And you know, it's, it's coming, but you got to wait, waiting for your house. Like you guys had to wait. Yeah. So it's a good thing. And candy sounds that's good. coming, but in the waiting, it's just always tough. Right. So yes. that's what I got from you. Just telling the story. God provided because he does, that's who he is. He's a provider. And you guys got your house. So that's awesome. We got the so, house. Congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I'm I'm reminded of Jesus. 
there's a there's a story in the Bible where Jesus is speaking to to a crowd of people, and yeah. he says something like, "How many of you, um, how many of you parents know how to give good gifts to your kids? If your kid asks mm-hmm. you for a a piece of bread because they're hungry, do you give them a stone? If your kid asks for no. a piece of fish, do you give them a serpent? Of course you don't. And so then Jesus says, so then how much more will your father in heaven who loves you will give you what you ask for? And I know there's another verse that says, we'll actually give you the Holy Spirit if you ask for it. And correct, you got to ask, man. You got to ask Jesus. You got to ask. You got to do it according to his will. But if you're seeking you know, Jesus you do. Yep. and he's making, he, he's, he's transforming your heart on the inside, you can't screw it up. I promise you. Well, he wants you to ask. He wants you to ask. Well, in Hebrews uh, 13, I had this first tonight. Yeah. In five uh, kind of touches on this in a roundabout way, but says don't love money, which we're not really talking about that. Maybe somebody needs to hear that. Yeah. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you and I will never abandon you. So this is his word is saying he's not going to give up. Yes. Yeah. So and the money, money is an important thing. Um, well, money is like money is spiritual. First of all, it is. Um, and we need to trust God with our money. And so that's a big deal. And there's this saying, you know, um, was what the, the money is the root of all evil or whatever people are saying. I don't remember exactly how they say it, but the, the Bible says that <coughs> the love of money, the love of money is the root of all evil. That's right. Necessarily having money, but loving the money. Well, no, if you're using the problem, if you're using what, what's been given to you to uh, better God's kingdom and yes. to share it and to uh, do what he wants you to do with it. Then yeah, of course yeah. it's not, it's not evil in that sense. Um, it's when you love it more than God or you love it period that you've got a, you've got a problem and you probably all have had that problem at some point. So, um, it's a working progress. I never have. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Yeah. Well, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. You never have. Yes. Hey, Brian, here's something that's actually pretty cool. We're going to move on. Those allergies. I'm gonna, telling you. Those allergies. I'm, just glad, yeah, just, I'm glad I haven't sneezed right now. When someone's listening to this, and they're going to be like, yeah. what's wrong with it? Have you ever, because of your allergies, you felt like your nose was stuffed up, you take your pinky fingers and you just shove them up your nose? No, as that's as you can? super disgusting. I have uh, not okay. done that. You should try it sometime. But I'm going through Kleenexes like no other. <laughs> I can see I'm that. you that much. So, well, yeah. All right. Brian, I am going to be guest preaching guest speaking oh that's great at ark church in galleon ohio that is where our dad pastor the pastor reverend bishop extraordinaire bishop i like that (laughs) yeah now pastor jeff shawl of ark church in galleon ohio you should totally follow that page if you don't already i tell you what you'll get all kinds of juicy nuggets to get fed on from pastor jeff absolutely the man is the man the man speaks fire um, and I'm going to be guest speaking there this Sunday. So if you want to fire, cause he needs a breath mint. Well, there's sometimes, oh, okay. Dad, oh. You know what I mean? Be respectful. That's pastor dad. Okay. Anyways, we can say that he would be laughing. His- it's a good little jab. He, he likes it. Yeah. He loves it. Um, so I'm going to be guest preaching at Ark church 
this yeah. Sunday, you can join the live stream at there. What are they? 1030? 1030 Eastern? 1030. You better know when. That's going to be a horrible service. You're going to show up at 11 o'clock and then you'll be like, where have you been? <laughs> it used to be 11. And well, I remember that's why talking, you better check the time. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I won't get it wrong. 1030 right. or 1045 people. Okay. Live stream it. Set your notification bell. We, we, we're not really quite sure. He doesn't, it doesn't matter. He's preaching. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and I'm preaching. Who cares? <laughs> when the music starts, that's when I go in. Yeah, I'll, when it's over, here. that's when I start speaking. So it's there good. you go. That's fine. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Join the live stream. Um, Great. Prayer meeting. I, I had mentioned in a previous, t- uh, in episode 2.5, Brian, you listened to That's it. 2. I, I did listen to 2.5. I'd mentioned the book Pray by Neil yes. Cole. That is just absolutely wonderful. And I had talked about how he, he writes about prayer in such a way that's really good. He uses a, uh, an analogy or a metaphor of prayer is a whole lot like instructions on a shampoo bottle. Yeah. Where you prayer, never read them. Oh, I read them. I read the shampoo. On your bottle. shampoo bottle? Absolutely. I do. I just throw it in my hair and wash. No, 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 no. No, you, no, no, no. Okay. Now, here we go. Here's what it says shampoo, you're supposed to apply, lather, rinse and repeat and he you says, shampoo your hair twice well no. <laughs> <laughs> no no we do i do not shampoo well, sometimes i do I've, i'm not gonna lie to you i have forgotten i'll be i'll be standing Dirty in the shower hair, son. i'm standing in the shower i'm Nasty. looking at my pitiful self and i'm yeah. like crap did i shout like did i did i did i use the shampoo i don't remember I seriously so you wash your fridge. i do i don't know man and you know what i know oh my goodness <laughs> You know what I know? Has anybody else done this? Okay. I'm a young man. I'm 27 years old and I am not, wow. I am not too prideful to admit that Wash sometimes I twice. forget whether or not I've shampooed my hair in the shower. Um, but you know, that second time I know, I know when it's the second time because the shampoo, it's far more sudsier. Oh, okay. I don't know why that is. You ever squirt the shampoo in your hand? And you, it's like the double portion. You get it. You get a second blessing. That's right. It's the double portion. It's like Elisha's blessing from Elijah. We're not going to go off on that. People are like, no, oh my not. gosh, there's so many. You get back to that pray book. Yeah. All right. So, so this pray book, and here's what it says. Tell us how it works. I think sometimes, um, there's all kinds of different prayers that he describes in, in this book yeah. and they're all just excellent. I highly recommend go online, look up the book. Pray by Neil Cole. Google search it. It is absolutely fantastic. And I want to read a spot in this because he talks about uh, a lot of different prayers that you can pray. And one of the prayers is about crying and complaining, a crying and complaining prayer. Now, some Hmm. people might hear that. Like a lament. I suppose you could say like a lament. Um, That's in there. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, here's what it says. I'm going to read that this is from the book, Pray. I hope this wets your whistle and gets you fed because this is a great book. I highly recommend it. Here's what it says. Crying and plating. Much of the Psalms are filled with prayers of complaint. David, Moses, and Abraham, who are all called friends of God, can be found complaining to him about the circumstances they find themselves in. I think that honest in, honesty and communication is what God wants from us. He wants us to be authentic and human. He desires intimacy, not religious sacrifice or restraint. He wants us to be truthful, more than polite. 
So feel free to cry out to God and complaint about things that are of that are out of your control and that frankly suck. Yes, this this is a direct. I'm reading this, Brian. Oh, you're reading. Oh, I'm he reading says that. It. I'm telling. Wow. Here's what I like about Neil Cole's writing is that I, I'm telling you, this is one of those people. No doubt, you sense the man's heart for Jesus sure. and for people, but he's just real. He doesn't try to. Yeah, uh, he's not trying to put a put a special little uh, face on for everyone. He's yeah. Gotcha. Here, here's here's my favorite part about this uh, here. But realize this, as you carry those complaints to a holy God in heaven, you will be entering into his presence, and you may begin to see the world from his point of view. That alone can ruin all of your complaining. A heavenly perspective changes things, and that's why what you see in Psalms 42 and 94, David begins by complaining to God, and by the end of that prayer, he's changed even if the circumstance hasn't. And ain't that the truth? I mean, that is so good. And what I love by it, yeah. I, you, I, I got fed. It's it's funny. Oh, yeah. I love this guy's writing style because he's like, you can go and complain to God about your circumstance, even if it sucks. But remember this, when you do that, Jesus is going to change you. You can't. And I think that's so important for people to understand, particularly in our day and age and culture, because what I'm seeing in our culture today is that we are having people say that they're following Jesus or that they love Jesus. But mm-hmm. if you're really following, that means that he's changing you. Okay. Yeah. You are, you are being transformed by the Holy spirit. Um, what you want, you are no longer like you once were. Jesus is changing you into what he wants you to be. And that that's can really happen good in our prayers of complaining. Like we can, we can start. Well, with and sometimes you pray and you ask God to change your circumstance and he may change it. He may change it in a way you didn't expect him to change it as well. But to know that if the things keep going the way they are, more than likely he's going to change your heart. Yeah. That, um, you're able to maybe handle the circumstance around you different. Or if um, you just feel like you're being, you know, maybe put down or uh, threatened by something, whatever it is uh, that God will give you maybe courage or also give you a peace or, or he'll help you. The Holy spirit will end up helping you in that circumstance. Um, so that you can give glory back to him. You can say, thank you, God, for, because he already knows, but prayer communicating it um, puts you in agreement with each other. Yeah. And uh, things start to change within you. It's not, it's not like you're going to surprise him by your prayers, what I'm saying. You're not going to pray something. He's like, I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> but what yeah. is going to happen yeah. <laughs> is you're going to pray. And he's going to surprise you by his presence. Whoa. And uh, that's what really happens. You just got fed. I tell you what, you man. Go. I just shoveled in a big old spoonful of spiritual. You know what that is? That's called praise mashed potatoes. Praise mashed potatoes, baby. I love it. And just, I just smother I that in some gravy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is a great, this is actually a great segue into something else that I want to talk about, which is we listen. Uh, actually, Brian more so listens to the podcast by one John 
Cooper. And yeah, I do. Ryan, it's a good explain, podcast. For those of our listeners that may not recognize that name, um, John Cooper. Get tell tell us a little bit. Yeah, John. Yeah, I'm gonna John pass Cooper. Off to you on this one. Sure, he's known as the front man of Skillet, so the lead singer, bass player, and then also uh, he he. I mean, he founded. Yeah, he founded Skillet. Like he started Skillet as a band. Yeah. And um, more more of a ministry, I think, than just a band, you know, of music that there's a purpose behind what he's doing to um, help people get closer to Jesus. Yeah. But like in 2019, I think it was, um, there was a lot of Christians um, renouncing their faith or deconstructing is a word that yes. um, a lot of people like to use. And what was happening is well, uh, Christianity, well, Christianity, there wasn't a lot yeah. of people necessarily calling this out in a loving way or yeah. speaking maybe their thoughts on it in a biblical way. So John Cooper, what he did is he went to Instagram and he wrote and it's, you can still look at it. I'm sure you have to go through his page and, and go pretty far back now on this Instagram feed, but he wrote like three or four pages on what he was seeing, what was happening, what he believed was hurting, um, you know, like the church. Um, and I mean like the whole church, like big C church, you know, like the whole church yeah, in general and, and what, um, and what the Bible says about this. And, uh, I think it was done out of love and I think it was done out of the best intentions. And, um, he kind of woke a lot of people up that, you know, uh, pastors aren't necessarily supposed to be superstars or rock stars. And it was kind of ironic because it was coming from a rock star, right? Yes. (laughs) And he knew that, like, he, he wasn't saying like, I'm not supposed to be like, that's actually his job. Like, you know, that was kind of the whole thing. Like, yeah, I, I do this to reach a certain type of people, but, you know, worship pastors and pastors and people that, are working within the church. Um, it's really sad that a lot of them are saying, you know, I don't quite believe what I used to believe. Yeah. I'm stepping away from the faith or um, I've got things that don't line up with the word of God, the the actual truths that the scriptures have um, that we've kept for so long that they're saying, well, maybe it can mean this. We start twisting things. So oh long story short, John Cooper's John Cooper started that Instagram post, which then fed, I think, off of, and I could be getting the story a little mixed up, but I don't believe I am. Started this Instagram thing. Then it led into a podcast. Yeah. I mean, he may have had a podcast or started an episode right before it, but I don't think he did. In the podcast uh, um, was first kind of, the first few episodes or when he started his podcast was a lot about um, basic Christianity beliefs. And, um, really simple truths of the Bible. And as it kept growing, he started to really look at, you know, the stuff in our culture. Um, he even touched on some politics because they weren't quite lining up with like the things that we need to believe as believers, you know, it was like, that's, that's not the the right thing. And so he touched on all that. And then he started to, um, even touch on some of these Christians that deconstructed and, um, he wanted to make it aware that, they're trying to get fame for believing all these things that just don't line up with the word of God. Yeah. 
and really trying to make it popular and cool. And it's like, you know, follow the end thing right now, follow the crowd and you're cool. But so he was like, you know what? I'm not standing for that. He's like, I'm going to tell you exactly what God's word says. And it's not going to be popular. It's not going to be cool. Right. Um, Worship comes with the sacrifice. Following Jesus will always come with the sacrifice. Yep. And uh, so that's, that's what he does. And so. Yeah, I like listening to his podcast a lot. You know, I don't agree with maybe 100% of the things he says because he says a lot of stuff. And you probably wouldn't agree with 100% of the things that we say because we say a lot of stuff. That's right. But um, but the meat and potatoes, the real the real stuff, man, he he hits it right on the head. And so um, I appreciate that. But yeah, so I don't know if that answered the question that you had for me. No, that was that was great. Yeah, no, that was perfect. And it was segueing into what I was talking about because in his latest podcast, unless he's done a, a brand spank me new one, I'm not exactly sure. But the last one that I listened to, he talked about we have a lot of of prominent celebrity Christians, if I may use that term, that are coming out as what he calls woke Christians or woke Christianity uh-huh. and or deconstructing. Christianity. They're they're deconstructionists of the Christian faith. One, and the person that he talks about is one that would be within his own peer group. I mean, we're talking, we're talking John Cooper of Skillet. We are talking multi-platinum recording artists here. Okay. That they have yeah. they are well decorated. They've played on some of the largest stages in the world. Okay. Skillet. And we've seen them multiple times. They put on one of the best uh-huh. shows I've ever seen. They're oh, a great yeah. band, and they're still good to this day. They've been doing it longer than, good Lord, nearly longer than I've been alive, I think. Uh, John Cooper has just been crushing it um, anyways, or close to it at least. And the person he's talking about is Kevin Max of uh, of the what we believe to be the greatest Christian band of all time, which was DC Talk. And yeah. uh, he's recently come out as being – uh, very woke Christian in a sense. Um, I'm not going to say direct quotes from Kevin Max because I, they just kind of slip my mind right now. Brian, you probably know a little bit better uh, about this than I do, but basically sure. what, uh, what John Cooper was saying, and from what I understand it, is that Kevin Max is very much of the belief of a universal Jesus, meaning that there are multiple... Like, it, whatever religion that you're in, that 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 can lead to God too. Uh, am I? Yeah, I'm being very you're, umbrella here. I mean, I, I'm sure. Being, you're, so help. I me mean, out you're here. you're touching you're touching on it and around it and all that, but it's pretty much um, the whole thing is that it comes down to social justice. Whoa, is more important. Than really the gospel of Christ. Oh, and I know yes. that sounds like, well, wait a minute, shouldn't we have, shouldn't we want justice? Well, of course, sure. mercy and justice actually work together. Um, you can't have one without the other in the kingdom of God. But the thing about it is the whole thing about um, some of the things that are happening in our society. And so I'll, l- let me say this, the whole universal thing about like, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around it because even after I understand it, I still don't understand it. 
because I don't know how it doesn't make any sense to me because I yeah. know the truth of the Bible. So where, what I've heard and what I've um, listened to uh, podcast wise, a few of them on this topic, and then also read uh, it kind of has to do with like, God is everything like not just made everything, but he's in everything. Okay. And then also it can also, so it's a lot of new age stuff too. Oh yeah. A lot of it. And you know, multiple ways to get to heaven probably, um, it's one of those things that you could believe. Um, it's okay to, and this is a big one, especially for millennials. Um, it's okay to take a little bit of this religion and that religion, this one, cause I like this part and I like this part yeah. and combine them together. Yeah. And then I'll believe all the little things that I want to believe. Well, one of those things about universalism is that I believe, but can have this belief of almost like you're your own God. Like oh, now that's you do good works yes. and that's going to get you into heaven, but that's, that's not what the Bible teaches. Nope. It's not about, just the good works you do. It's it's about a relationship with Christ and yeah. following him. You're not always going to get it right. So yeah. anytime that you're trying to just, and that's the problem with social justice. It's always about doing all these good works. It's too yeah. much work, man. I don't want to do all that. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, what? and that's not to say, that's not to say that we shouldn't be, let's say charitable or to try to right. help to try to help people or but that's, here's the that's thing. not at all what we're saying. When, but the problem is when you're doing that, it to make yourself look good. Yeah. That's the problem. Well, here's, here's my big thing. And this is something that I'm seeing all over the place in our culture today. It's one word that frankly, I cannot find at all when it comes to the message of the gospel and of Jesus Christ. Do you know what that word is, Brian? Well, I can think of a lot of words, but I'm I don't know what about- that word is. The no, word what is, is the word is pride. I cannot find anywhere in scripture right. where pride being proud. Well, I you know, it's part of the new fruit of the find spirit. It. No, no. <laughs> I can't find it. And I love, joy, peace, pride. What I'm seeing today, patience. Wait a minute. Wait a no, second. Yeah. Um Wait, now I can't even remember the uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There we go. Uh, right. Things there is no law. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're going to get ourselves in trouble with this podcast. But hey. anyways, hey, man, I'm telling you what, this is. Hey, we're, not, three, we're three three episodes into it. It's time to lay it out. Oh, people. man, it's time to lay it out. I'm going to invoke the law of LeVar Burton, but don't pay, take my word for it. Um, oh, no. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, anyways, I know exactly what it is. but I'm seeing all of this social justice stuff, and we're confusing it with the justice of God. I'm seeing people say things like, "Oh, Jesus was for yeah. social justice," and I'm like, "Whoa, hold on a second. I think we are we are well. You know what? In Proverbs, it actually says that God hates pride. Yes, Did you know he that? does. He does. He rejects it says the Proverbs eight thirteen. It says the Bible says that pride is one of the seven things that God hates. Yeah. Therefore, I hate pride and, and ignorance, corruption, and it goes on. So wow, 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 man. So God does not like pride. Are you saying, Brian, 
that the pride that we're Don't seeing put in words our in my culture mouth, today. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I don't know where this is going. I'll go ahead and say it. What I am saying is that the pride from all of these, all of these um, activism yeah. groups. Okay, if you claim to be a Christian, okay. And I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not judging. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not judging the people, meaning you specifically, if you're listening to this podcast. But I am saying you better be real careful if you find more pride in that than you do being humble before God. Yeah. Because Well, man, because what happens you, is you're right, dangerous. You're, once you find more pride in it, you connect your identity to it. Oh, yeah. So now your identity is in that, and it's not yeah. in Christ. Well, and, and so that's always what happens. Wow. You know, it can happen with a lot of things. As soon as, as soon as you, and that, that's a I hard thing fed. because we live in a culture. Good. <laughs> you need it. You skin and bones. No, <laughs> the thing about it is when you have a, when you have, when you have a culture like we do, where it's always about, you know, putting someone on a pedestal and I'm just metaphorically, you know, putting someone on a pedestal and like you look Joel. up to people and sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I sure hope not. Yeah, uh, that's not what we're going for here. But what ends up happening is um, that person starts to get maybe pride themselves because you can recognize when people start to glorify you. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it, you got to be pretty naive not to. And when you start to, it's like, oh, I got to keep this up or I got to keep doing. So that's what happens with social justice stuff. A lot of times it's like, I got to keep this up. I got to be at everything. I got to keep, yeah. keep, keep, you know, pushing this and, and being a little cheerleader for it and waving my, my, my little, you know, social justice pom-pom so everybody can see what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, wow. That's not, that's not how Jesus wants us to live. I mean, nope. Jesus says that when you give, it'd be better for your right hand not to know what your left hand is even doing. Oh, so snap. man, what I'm saying good. is that you you got to be able to say, Hey, I'm just, I'm just doing these good works to glorify God. And I'm, I'm doing this to, to advance his kingdom. And it's not about me. Nobody even needs to know about it. And how much better would it be if we could do these great things of, you know, feeding the hungry and helping people and stuff. And nobody even knew about it. Yeah. How much more would God bless that? I think, I think he would look down on you and say, Thank you. Thank you for not trying to take credit for something I just asked you to do. It's about obedience. And so, yeah, that's, you know, that's so good. It's kind of like, I'm reminded of that. The cliche, if a tree falls in the forest, is anybody around to hear it? Does it actually make a sound? If you do a good work in our culture today, unless you do a good work under the guise, it seems like of social justice. Yeah. And if, if like, you better make sure people are around to see it because you, you got to make sure it's seen. Otherwise you don't get credit for well, yeah. it. And it's yeah. like, and that's it's, why you march in the street so everybody can see it. Oh my goodness. We are hitting so many soft spots right now. <laughs> in so much trouble, but it's the truth. And I look people here, here's what I want to say. Fine. Make it about Jesus. If you're standing it's always better that way, it's always better that way. You can never screw it up if Jesus is truly in it. But listen, don't mischaracterize Jesus. OK, don't don't do all of your don't do all of your stuff and slap the label of Jesus on it like like it's OK instead. Yeah. 
we need to ask, we need to seriously have a heart check and ask Jesus, do you really want me to do this to begin with? And if you're a God-fearing person, and I and I am, okay, and I'm trying my best at this, and we're not perfect at it, okay? We're not no, we're not trying to like we're not saying because that. I'm, I'm not I'm not we're not so, theologians here. We're not oh, trying heck to no. like be Heck no, I'm just speaking out of inspiration here. Correct. I'm just speaking out of inspiration here because I can tell you right now, following Jesus, you do you do not get as much recognition as what some of the social justice warrior stuff gets. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. going to say that right now. It's 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 the Lord's truth. All right, that's the truth of it. And well, it's like that person that walks around and they say, you know, I'm a humble person. I'm the most humble person. That's. <laughs> It's like Tom Haverford. It's an oxymoron at that point. You know? I'm pretty yeah. awesome at being humble, you know? Yeah, I'm pretty awesome at being humble. Well, and Go I, ask me ask me all the humble things that I've done, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and that's a good point. And it's like what I'm seeing with woke Christianity or deconstructionists is that it's getting them a whole lot of popularity. It really is, man. And I, I've seen... Sure is. We have seen examples of of things within um, people throughout the course of our lives where, boy, am I going to say this? Yeah, I'm, I'm going for it here. Well, where here it's, we go. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's amazing what, what Satan, what the influences of evil will do for you in the, in making you popular. If yeah. you sell yourself out to it, it really sure. is. And it, it, I tell you what, it's, I've seen it and it's just, it's incredible stuff. Now that's not to say that it scares me. I'm not scared of it at all. I, that's no, 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 no. But, no. but Jesus is greater. And when we try to put our trust in other things that say it can provide the answer for what we're looking for. Don't you believe that for a second? Only Jesus can do it. I was talking to, um, only Jesus is the answer for what you're looking for. I was talking to uh, my wife today, literally before this podcast. Um, you like talking to her, don't you? I do. Me, me and my wife, we we talk all the time about these things. Hey, I like talking to my too. I'm going to cut you off just for one second because I'll forget about this. Last podcast I was on, I said that my wife only had four Mother's Days. She actually had five Mother's Days, and oh. I want to correct that. So, Oh, okay. It's correct. She let me know. Oh, okay. She, she, she was like, I had five Mother's Days, and I'm like, uh, I'm a horrible husband. I'm so sorry. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> just kidding. Well, anyways, so we talked about how we have politicians, activist groups. It could be on either side of the aisle. Okay. I don't care what side you're on or what you would affiliate with, but you have all this stuff trying to vie for power and vie for authority and trying to get people to believe that they can provide something that they're looking for the justice that they want okay and though within the confines of certain things there can be some kind of you know we we can do our best at that but the empowerment the empowerment that people are really seeking it can only come from Jesus and he tells yeah. us that you receive you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Like you can receive the power you're looking for, but you can only find it in Jesus alone. Um, that's right. And that's what I want to see in people's lives. Kind of, I think we're probably going to wrap that up in that area because that's my goodness. That'll be a discussion for another time. But anyways, we're going to wrap this podcast up. I want to thank you guys for listening and for liking and sharing on Facebook and subscribing on the Apple podcast. 
You yeah. can find us on Spotify as well and pretty much anything that podcasts are on. Sure we can. Yeah. We're Technology there. Exists. Ryan, anything you want to you want to say as we we wrap this well, up? Well, I want to say is you know, for the ones that um maybe at some point they were more grounded in the word of God like they were really following it and then something happened in their life and normally something happens that's um hurtful uh, devastating, a life event and they deconstruct or something like that happens. Um, my prayer is that they can fall back in love with, with God fully, that their eyes are open to the truth of God's word and uh, that they knew. And if, and hopefully they know that God didn't do that to him, do to them. God is a good God, a loving God. Yep. And so if someone's listening to this and maybe you're in a really dark place Maybe you thought about um, stepping away from your faith. Um, I want to encourage you not to keep searching the word of God, put people around you that can help build you up, love on you and uh, stay strong. And, um, you know, we talked about a lot of things, but at the end of the day, um, we want people to know that Jesus loves them and has a plan. And it's always about him. And that's pretty much all I need to say about it. There you go. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. We're, we are, we necessarily, uh, we are not perfect. We serve a perfect God and Jesus changes us from within. It's just that simple. Um, That's so right. there you go. So stay tuned in, in episode, uh, well, this is episode three, technically, um, in episode four, we are going to be talking about a lot of really great things. Um, Talking about, you know, I will have spoken at Ark Church. Talk a little bit about that. The great. Yeah, I want to hear about that. There. Our sister Rama is getting married. Yes, she is. That's a huge deal. So we're going to talk about that. Big deal. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And anything else that comes up to our minds that we can we can shovel in your mouth. You get your food. You know what I mean. So all right. So remember to like, share, subscribe to all of our areas. Remember to look up Neil Cole's book pray and um we'll see you in the next episode of getting fed and we hope that we provided you what you crave in the realm of audible entertainment